0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the boot and hearth podcast uh i am joined today by the man with the shades blocking out all the haters because he can't win silverware to save his life ted Shear, how are you
1: yeah yeah no i'm good i'm good man still no trophies but we're good
0: yeah no that the cobwebs are gonna keep building up there uh the man who might win silverware this year uh Mr. Harry Spitz, hello.
2: What's up? Inching. Inching closer.
0: Inching closer and closer. Um, Closer than Spurs will ever be. Um, To those of you that have never listened to the podcast before, um, what we do on this podcast is we pretend like we know what we're talking about. Um, In regards to the Premier League, we talk... All the fun things that uh, have popped up throughout the week and just uh, general general topics or, or larger topics uh, that we want. If you want to join us live, we always stream these live. Um, you can catch us on at the Bootenhearth uh, pod on Twitch. Uh, we're live right now. Come in, throw a lot of banter in, you know, have a good time. Um, we take questions in there uh, whenever possible as well. Uh, so, all right. Um, we're going to get right rolling. Um this is a very quote heavy week, uh just because there's been a lot of bangers this week, honestly. So we're gonna get rolling with them. Um but they're in a bit of trouble over at the karting track uh in North London. Um Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Richarlison uh clearly is not happy with Antonio Conte boxing him out of uh of a P1 pole position on the go-karting circuit. Um Richarlison's comments this week. Uh quote there, has, there hasn't been enough minutes given to me this season, and forgive my language, has been shit. Whoa. Yesterday, they asked me to take a fitness test in the gym and told me I was going to start today if I passed it, and today I was on the bench. There are things that I can't understand. I didn't understand. I was playing well. We won against Chelsea and West Ham, and suddenly I was on the bench. Um uh, so those comments came out uh, before the or right after the Champions League game, um, and I think in a press conference shortly after that, Antonio Conte responded by saying he didn't criticize me. He said my season and shit, and he's right. His season is not good. When you speak with I I I and not us, you're only thinking of yourself, and you are selfish. So. Uh, there's a couple. Of, this is this is a whole grab bag of 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 things to things to go at here. Uh, but the uh, the first thing I wanted to touch on was actually I want to touch on Conte's when you speak with I I I and not us. You're only thinking of yourself and you're selfish because I thought that was fucking rich coming from Antonio <laughs> Conte. I thought that was the the self-aware. Either either this man is just has lacks any level of self-awareness, which. He is Italian, so I'll maybe give him a give give him a bit of slack there. Um, or he's trying to speed run getting sacked, and it could be both. I mean, Ted, uh, what you think? What do you think of that last line in Antonio Conte's? Uh
1: I mean, I, I didn't really pick it apart in terms of individual pieces here. I think he was attempting to diffuse the situation with the overall response. Uh, yeah, there were there were there were moments and parts of it like this one that that were were pointed for sure. Um, but no, I really I think I think the whole thing was him kind of trying to def- diffuse it and, and, and redirecting it because he he talks about how how Richarlison's season has been shit which I, I agree with, first off. He hasn't had minutes, and he's been injured, but, yeah, he, he he hasn't really, you know, showed why we spent the amount of money on him we did. Um, so I don't really... I didn't really pay a lot of attention to it. I think Richarlison is frustrated for the lack of minutes in game time, which is understandable, but...
0: He- but, dude, he did those keepy-uppies against... Nottingham Forest. I mean, come on, that that counts for something. Yeah. The, I think the I think the problem is shit housery does not pop up in the stats. I think there needs to be an <laughs> XG for like shit Yeah, like X XS or something. Yeah, he would expected shit Yeah, expected shit Um <laughs> Harry, do you have any thoughts on this?
2: Um, what has Richarlison won? That, that's my only. Like this guy hasn't won anything. He okay. won a good year. At Everton, maybe a good mm-hmm. few years. Um, gets the big money move, and has yet to score for Spurs. I mean, Conte at the very least has won stuff before. He won he's three won leagues, quite at, a bit. He's won three leagues at Juve. He won the Prem with Chelsea. Like this is a manager that knows what he's doing. One with Inter so, as well. Yeah. As as rich as it is coming from him to be talking about. Let's discuss the team, and as you know, he's not even in London right now. I don't think.
1: No, he. I um, mean, like he's back. He's back. Oh, he is back. He he's
2: he back. had a he had a
0: very uninspired walkout uh, before the AC Milan game, where the where you see the Tottenham fans at uh, at the stadium chanting his name, and this man just looks like he wants to be back in Bergamo yesterday. It was, he it just was, wants to be
2: smoking cigs on a patio. Yeah, anyway. exactly.
0: Talking to his hair implant guy. Hair implant guy. <laughs> I mean, uh, I
2: just I dislike Richarlison so much. Just the, his style of play. So uh, I'm mm-hmm. taking anyone's side against him for
0: the most part. Um. So, a complete side note. I was gonna I was gonna get into something, but I was I was in Chicago this weekend. In the first billboard I saw, granted it probably wasn't the first billboard I passed, I think it might have been, but I mean it just sticks out to you, is an advertisement for hair implants with Brian Erlocker on the front with Uh, hair implants and it says hair locker on it and it was Uh one... Amazing slogan, but two, it looks like the hair is like photoshopped onto Brian Urlacher's head. Like it's clear it's gotten he he got the implants done, but just Brian Urlacher with hair looks so
1: weird. I mean that dude sure. was full on bald. Completely shiny, shiny bald, shiny those bald those billboards are hilarious. I it's must amazing.
0: Say. Yeah. I mean, and they are all over Chicago. We we oh, we could not avoid them. Um, it was amazing. Yeah, I saw uh,
2: one that said uh, "breaking bald." Uh, <laughs> oh my I god! I remember it. <laughs> I
0: love that. Um, but yeah, so Richarlison's stats over the season are eighteen matches played, eight starts, zero goals, and three assists. I personally, he has not had a good season. I I will completely agree with that. But a lot of those eighteen matches played. Were games that he was thrown in with like fifteen minutes to go. I mean, it's it's really like it is it is hard. some of them even less. I mean, I think it was I think he talks about um wolves in here wolves in the article and he was in wolves for like five minutes. I mean, it's it's really hard to do anything in that amount of time. Uh, granted, I know that Chelsea, I know that Tottenham's a
1: second half team, but I mean, come on. Um, well, so, the other. The other point there to be made is that um, you know Conte is supposed to be rotating these players, and Son has had arguably the worst season of his career, and 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 yeah. has continued playing and starting instead of Richarlison. So you could also throw that in there, and as a point against Conte in this whole thing. But it's just. I don't know. He has a right to be frustrated. I think yeah. he's a great player. He deserves more minutes. Well, I, I
0: don't think we need to discount that point that you just raised, though. I, like, one, Conte does not rotate at all. But, like, you bring in someone like Retar- when When Richarlison got brought in, I thought it was going to be for rotation for both Son and Kane. Because Kane's getting mm-hmm. older. He needs maybe a bit more of a break. I don't think he likes coming off at all. No. Uh, no, he does not. But like Sun has de- demonstrably had a horrible season, like definitely worse than Richarlison. I don't think Richarlison is saying this if Sun and Kane are both popping off. Kane's Kane's had a fairly good season, but Sun has had a, a, a just an awful run Incredible. of games. And for Richarlison to see that and be like, "Come on, man! Like, put me in. what are we doing it? Yeah, put me in. Yeah, give me give me a run of games." Because I don't. I, I would be curious. He's had eight starts. I would wonder how many of those came in a row, you know, because it's like I feel like he for 60 million to not get a run of games. while the while one of the two people in the positions that you play, because he plays left side and he plays down the middle, not performing well at all is it, I I can understand why he feels hard done by. Um, and especially, like, he th- he said this after the AC Milan game, where the AC Milan game was, I would argue, probably Tottenham's worst performance this year, quite honestly. Like, they've had some bad games. I was going to we've had some bad
1: ones. <laughs> you've
0: had some bad ones, for sure. And I, I, I mean, this is a pot calling the kettle black. Liverpool has too. But, like, it was very clear what the game plan needed to be for that second leg of the series. I mean, you're down a goal. Four. You're at home. You need to score. And yep. to not and, and the first half was just absolutely abysmal. It was so cautious. There was not a single change to the game plan Conte's game plan
1: which it was boring. It was just boring
0: to be <laughs> expected but it's still a bit surprising. Um, I mean yeah, I'm
1: looking I, at
2: the the Spurs roster right now mm-hmm. Sun has six goals. Rich doesn't have one. Three of, those, three of those, three of those
0: goals, three of those goals came as a substitute appearance against Leicester. Though I will say that three of those goals mm. came in one game. But he, I mean, still is. he still is. You go.
2: Has I think twenty-five appearances, no goals for Paris. I don't know how Spurs are fourth right now, looking at their Question. goal output. Might I, might I interest
0: you in a in, in a in a Newcastle doesn't add a score and a Liverpool cannot play a steady set of games uh worth their lives um no it's it's I'm honestly surprised Brentford isn't like fourth or something I mean like the fact that Tottenham are fourth right now is is kind of baffling um and I think it speaks that that style of football as well because like people want Conte out like now you know and it's like you're still using
1: this People will use, were using this whole thing to make it like he's lost the locker room. We want him gone. Yeah. You know? Which is crazy. Which is crazy, too, because, like, you're in fourth, like, yeah. in, in the driver's seat
0: for that fourth spot, for that last Champions League spot, and they're calling for the manager to be out. I mean, that's just, I think, personally, I feel like that not, it speaks to the manager a bit, but I think more so it speaks to the playing style. Um, But... um. Anyway, Richarlison, like I said, eighteen matches played, eight starts, zero goals, three assists. Uh Everton could really use him right now. Even even with that stat line, I'm sure Everton would take him back in a heartbeat. He should, though, however, have one goal. Um yep. and this came in this came in the most recent game against Forrest. Ted, uh, can you walk us through what happened um in this uh in this scenario?
1: Yeah, yeah, I can I can I can walk you through it. I'm pretty sure. Let me see. I I can't. It basically long story short, I'm not going to walk you through it. You know, you can go watch a video on it. I'm not going to do that.
0: I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> but basically over the top ball, <laughs> over the top bar, ball to Richarlison, He he, you know, takes it down and hits an absolute banger of a goal. It's like top top right upper 90 it's beautiful it's beautiful with Mm -hmm. power like there was no shot this was getting stopped and um i mean i mean it gets gets you know looked at for offsides of course and it gets pulled back but like there are screenshots all over the place well and 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 this this goes into
0: a larger conversation yeah we'll we'll, we'll dig into this a bit more but this this goes into a larger conversation about var
1: yeah var rant rant inbound so just you know be warned Go ahead and skip forward here in the uh, podcast if you don't. Yeah, we'll it. put the time
0: notes in the chat. <laughs> yeah, you can skip this one.
1: But um, yeah, no, I just I just want to reiterate that that VAR was brought in to eliminate human error and and incorrect calls and and I, it, it it is viewed and was built as this this computer, this technologically advanced system where we were going to draw lines and we were going to make the calls and it was going to be it was going to be great. All right, Grayson, can you go ahead and pull up that photo if you don't mind?
0: Yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, let me, let me navigate this.
2: Uh, we're gonna do. Oh, we got graphics now. Oh, oh yeah, have, watch out! Watch out! We have out. a bit oh. of a graphic.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. So this is Perfect. what the graphic looks like.
1: Amazing. So yeah, this this is this is your your system. Uh, this is var. This is behind the curtain, if you will.
0: Why don't we describe for 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 the audio for the audio listener? So we've got we've got two screens up top here that are just monitors. We've got um, a a like touch tablet, like a big touch monitor here where they can presumably draw the lines and everything. And then they've got a, a, a computer to the right. That has all of the different camera angles from the game, where they can, and they have a check app pulled up, and then finally, uh, two two last things. There's a green and red button. For them to hit, presumably, well, to love the buttons. yeah, presumably to say yes or no. <laughs> yes or this no. is, yeah, this is onside or offside. Which
1: one's yes? And I've the, seen game shows with more options, that, like yeah, with more it, controls than
0: this. Absolutely like, insane, especially when you're talking with it. Yeah, it's insane that it's it's selected by those two. Final thing is there is a massive, and I mean giant, screenshot of Michael Oliver <laughs> on the wall, on the back wall of this place. I mean. I get the guy is like a a well respected ref, but does he need to have his face on this giant wall at at the PGMOL headquarters? It's like having Mao
1: or Kim Jong un up in the wall.
0: This thing's wild, but uh, all right, Ted, continue. I apologize.
1: it just I just wanted to make the point that calling VAR like a a technological system or a computer-based system where everything's being you know run through you know machines and mm-hmm. and 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 various various checks and balances. It's nothing like it's literally just a man in a box that's computer (laughs) written. Dude, it looks like my first
0: cubicle. I mean,
1: it it really does. Like, there's no, there's no difference here. This is the same. Like, maybe you get a few more camera angles, but the human error is is definitely still there. Um, so I just, I just wonder, you know, if this is, if this is what we've got, what, what's the point, all the money we've put into this system. It's just such a joke. Dude,
0: I'm totally picturing like Stuart Atwell or something like putting on his reading glasses to look, <laughs> look at this touch tablet monitor to draw these lines. I mean, this is, yeah, you're, you're completely spot on. The fact that this is, has been billed as this massive technological advancement and it looks like it's run on like Windows 97. Uh,
1: Ridiculous.
0: Harry, you got I- anything on this?
3: Yeah, I feel like
2: I've got two things for VAR. First thing is I think that if it takes more than like 30 seconds to make a decision, whatever is on the field stands. Like if it's not conclusive to that level and we're talking, I'm talking about like, is it a penalty or not? Stuff like that, where if you can't tell immediately, if it's a clear and obvious error, Then just get on with the match. Like, if it's some ticky tack bullshit, I feel like it's inserting itself into a place where we don't need it. Mm -hmm. And then also for offsides, I think they need to make the lines. I know they did it um, prior to the season. They made the lines a little bit thicker, but I think they need to make it even more. Yeah. Just so that, like, if it's, if we're going armpit versus hand, Mm -hmm. like, what are we doing? Yeah. Are are, you know, are we really getting into the minutia of is it in like the upper armpit or is that his bicep? Like, that's what these decisions are getting down to. Mm -hmm. So I I personally, when I'm watching a match, if I, you know, if West Ham score a goal and I think, oh, that might be offside, I, I don't celebrate as much as I do or did. A few years ago, when I knew for a fact, even if it was, you know, half a centimeter offside, I knew it was a goal. I could celebrate. Now I'm like, Yay. yeah, yeah, VAR.
0: Um, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest here. I I think VAR gets a bad rap, and I think this has been a bad season for VAR, especially with that one ref who butchered two calls in the same weekend or like we had the one weekend where the one just the dude forgot to draw the lines and then the guy that there was another game the same weekend where the guy drew the line on the wrong person and i think i just think we don't like this technology and we don't like this technology because of the impact it has on goal celebrations at the end of it and stuff like that um But I feel like we're we're much more likely to remember the situations where it went wrong rather than the situations where it went right. And all of the all of the calls that that have been corrected and corrected by a margin because of VAR. So I like I I get that like that, that screenshot did, did no one any service and like, they really need to up their technology. But I think as time goes on, maybe, maybe VA, I, I don't think VA is going anywhere. And it, honestly, I, I, I am not opposed to it staying. I think they need to stop posting screenshots from it. Maybe take down the Michael Oliver fathead um, or the at least at-
1: <laughs> They're showing that they're showing that not this Obviously not this screenshot, but they mm-hmm. will give you when a VAR review is going on. They'll mm-hmm. show you inside this room. Like I've seen it mm-hmm. live in a match. Like it's just I don't know why you are even putting that anywhere near live television.
0: Yeah, the green and red button is is absolutely wild. That's insane. Um, but yeah, I think I mean like like I think Italy is using semi automated offsides. That's the stuff that we had in the um. In the World Cup, I thought that was pretty solid. I think we could institute something like that. I think they could make the margin for error for it maybe a bit larger because I mean, I saw there was it was either in the World Cup or it was in Syria where Latara Martinez got a goal called off size offside because literally like like if his foot if he wore a size nine instead of a size <laughs> nine and a half, dude is getting the goal. I mean, it, it was so minuscule the difference, but. Um I don't know. I haven't heard that much outrage over that. We'll see we'll see if it gets instituted here. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it. Um but I think I think VAR maybe maybe gets more hate than it necessarily should. Um any 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 parting comments here from either of you? Ted or the
1: contrarian.
0: That's it.
2: It did suck when when your team got scored against and they showed the replay and the guys like 5 feet offside, you know, like really are mm-hmm. we really fucking doing this? So, yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I, I think the grass is always greener. I think this is a situation of the grass is always greener. I th- I think it's tough that goal celebration. I think we're adapting to goal celebration. I think people are still se- I think this season specifically, I've seen a lot more goal celebrations happening and then we go to the VAR review. But I think I think it's so, just gonna.
1: I last thing I want to say, and, and mm-hmm. I think I do disagree a little bit with you because you're mm-hmm. you're talking about how the margin the margins are too too finite, right? That's kind of what you were saying. I'm talking
0: about with the semi automated. I mean margins for this. I agree with Spitz that they should thicken the lines more than they did this season. But mm-hmm. overall, VAR, we're not we're not partial to remember the the calls that VAR has gotten right. We're more programmed right now to to focus on the ones that they get wrong.
1: Yeah, I just I just have a hard time convincing myself it's worth it if we're still getting these 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 problems, you know, like because I mean, we got wrong calls when we didn't have VAR mm-hmm. and now we've got VAR and we're still making wrong calls. Like I just what's the point? Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: Um. Alright, uh last little shout out. I, I I forgot to mention this while we were going through the, the setup, but they have a, a back they have an RGB lit up backlit keyboard um as a part of it. And I just I just love that they're probably ripping Valorant in the middle of uh middle of these games. They're dropping they're they're playing Warzone in the middle and just just ripping uh ripping twenty fifth places those keys clack yeah yeah um yeah i'm loving i'm loving the the, the thought of like michael oliver trying to listen <laughs> on the field and you've just got like Stuart atwell just fucking slamming the keyboard after he gets sniped and in, in war zone um yeah uh it's a good thought ted i think i think if keys clacking is uh is a prerequisite for being a VAR ref. I think you might want to apply. I should just, apply. Yeah, yeah, I got some yeah.
1: funky keys, man. I'll bring my own keyboard.
0: Um <laughs> Well, I think it's uh, I think it's safe to say that Ted is not simping for VAR, but uh you know who is simping uh this week? Uh Pep Guardiola. Uh Pep wow, Guardiola being nice. uh being a bit of a simp, thank you. Um quote from him this week after they annihilated Leipzig, and we're not going to talk about Holland, but oh my God, I'm, I'm, that man scares me. We, we might talk about those goals for a little bit because I just saw the highlights for him and they're insane. But all right, quote, I have three heroes in life, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, and Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts came to Manchester. She didn't come to see us. Even if I win the CL, it will be a failure because of the disappointment of Julia Roberts not going to United. <laughs>
3: What, what the fuck?
0: Dude, I'm I i I'm just picturing like <laughs> Pep, Pep like going that night going once he saw Julia Roberts at United going home and just crying to Notting Hill or something. I mean, like just bawling his eyes out. That is just <laughs> such a weird quote, man. Where does that come from? Oh my God. I mean, hot take.
2: Hot take. I, I am not like She's a good actress. I-, I don't see it. You're about
1: to make a lot of people very mad. I, I don't I- see it.
2: I-, I will die on this nodding hill, as we
3: said. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice.
1: I love it.
0: Oh, man. Um... What, you don't think she's attractive or you don't think she's a I, mean, she's I think a really she's
2: good... fine. She's not worth simping over. Oh
0: uh, all contraire, I would I would happily uh, <laughs> happily uh work the knots out of her hill, um for sure. Um, let's see how many yeah, how many nodding <laughs> L funds we can get into this one? He, uh, you
2: could say she's a pretty woman. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, very nice, man. <laughs> nice. Oh man. Uh probably uh, Bonus points if you guys can work in an Aaron Brockovich pun at any point through this uh no chance. Through, yeah, through this spot. Uh um, like ten points. <laughs> yeah, but but Pep uh Pep coming out again uh with he's been kind of off the hinges with the quotes this season. I think it was it was after the Spurs game where you guys went up two nothing and then end up losing four he two,
1: four two. Yeah. and
0: he like roasted the fans uh for the first from the first 45 minutes he's like where are you guys it, this is this is the quietest that he, he said he, he like was just saying they're super quiet um and i was like oh my god no i i think Damn. he just i think he just doesn't give a shit anymore honestly um but um quick thing on holland because i mean Holland said something over over the weekend too. He said, I, "Like I wasn't brought in to help win the Premier League; they can do that without me. I was brought in to win the Champions League." And he he showed yeah. that in that Leipzig game. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the five goals, but like, they're did, not yeah. they're not like crazy no. goals, but the amount of power, the amount of power that this man can get. From just a standstill or like offset position is
1: insane. Did you see the one where I? I'm not sure if it was the second or third one, but he kicks it, and 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 it's saved, and then he like literally just like cues up another kick. And does Yeah, it again and, and flips from, it. Yeah, from standstill. It's absolutely
0: ridiculous. insane. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like he ripped in five. Pep also said after the game, he said I took him off um on five goals because like he didn't want him to break Leo's Leo Messi's record and become or and get the six goals because he said the rest of his career would be boring for him. It's like gee, Pep Pep <laughs> I don't is know about uh, that one. yeah, Pep's high on life right now. Someone get the mic away from this man.
1: Took him off at like sixty minutes, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, he's no John Lucas Scamaca. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
2: mean
0: Skamaka easily scores seven and nine. That's what I'm saying, dude. I mean, he, <laughs> he bags all those first chance, so He doesn't need a rebound. Um, Skamaka was uh, a pretty big marquee summer signing. I'll tell you who was a marquee winter signing, Anthony Gordon. And uh, this is the third quote that we'll talk about here. Uh, just because, man, dude. I don't know what was in the English water this week. There was a shit about the BBC and and Gary Lineker. Uh, yep. Like their whole, their main show was shut down um, because Gary Lineker, I don't know, showed empathy to humanity. And BBC Crazy, was like- Crazy,
1: right? Imagine morals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> BBC was like, chill with that.
0: Uh, yeah, calm down. But all right. So uh, Anthony Gordon's quote uh, was, my whole life has been at Everton. I was a massive part of keeping the club up so for them not to even show me any credit or thank me, it hurt me a little bit. We're going to talk about this quote. I think there's a very easy running. I wish we had Wash for this one. Uh, shout out Wash. Uh, coaching coaching that high school soccer. Uh, getting those kids grinding. Last year, he so part of this quote, I was a massive part of keeping the club up. Last year, he played in 35 games. He started 25 of them. He had four goals and two assists. He's
1: doing the now, most out there, man.
0: If uh, if I do the math on that, I would say that is not being a massive part of keeping the club up, uh, personally, in, in my mind. Uh, but that's just, like, like you forced your way out of the club, like, stopped going to training for, like, three days to move to Newcastle. And, like, what have you done? You know, it's, it's just absolutely insane. Ted, I'll go to you.
1: Uh I just you know those stats don't include excess, you know, and we really excess. <laughs> so, if we could crunch the numbers on that real quick, I'm sure we'd really see his side of the story. Um but he yeah. yeah, no, I I completely agree. I think this is this is comical. <laughs>
0: um Harry, you got anything on this one?
1: I I hadn't heard this
2: quote before you just said it. Um yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I, I can't imagine being an Everton fan and hearing that. Yeah. Oh, my God. He can't. Like, this is this is one thing that I feel like some players don't understand. I'm stunned he can't grasp this. But if, if you leave a team that's in a relegation fight and you're one of their better players, like, you are an absolute traitor. Tonight, Not only leaving, but club, forcing
0: your way out.
2: Yeah. I just, like, you know, with, uh, oh, geez, Man City, Grealish. Like, Grealish, he was a Villa legend. Like, if he stayed there, you know, Villas are still in the prem.
0: But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Grealish, and Grealish was a great example to bring up. Grealish went down with Aston Villa when they got relegated, helped bring them back up, and then left, you know?
2: He got... Assaulted on the field
3: for them. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, he got absolutely abused. Like he was the boy, and he was a boy wonder. Like Anthony Gordon was decent. He's really fast. He's okay, but these stats don't show anything great. Grealish was like villament. Like he was so good at that team. He, he and it's just for that for that money move. It, it's just to to force it out and 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 then to go and ride pine at Newcastle. I saw him come in during I think it was the Wolves game. It might have been a game before that, but I was like, this is the first time I've seen you play. I mean, like, yeah. what like what are you doing for them? Like, you're not even you're not playing. It, it was uh, it's insane.
1: Dude, Newcastle would be relegated right now if it weren't for Gordon, man. That's, oh that's what yeah, he's yeah, yeah. That's what oh, he says yeah. in the mirror every morning. He gets up and he says.
0: I'm, up, sick. I'm sick. I'm <laughs> sick, dude. Do you see the dyed hair? No, it's the dyed hair.
2: It's absolutely insane. Oh, I, it, he just looks like a fucking douche bag Also, that's
3: the other thing. Yes, yes, he does.
0: <laughs> no, I, 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 I kind of backed Gordon for a bit, especially at, at, I, I thought he was decent. I thought he had had miles in front of him. But one, I think sixty million was a massive overpayment. And after absolutely. a quote like this, it's like, dude, you're get do me a favor, Jesus Christ. Blair. Yeah, unreal. Um all right, that's uh that's enough for 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 um Budenhaar's quote hour. Um thank you for joining. Uh we will now move on to a little bit uh, a little bit of hyper um, as as my boys in uh Sunnyvale might say. Um we're gonna move on to Premier League teams and continental competitions. All right, so there are four teams in continental competitions right now from the Premier League. Man City, Chelsea are both in the Champions League. Man United is in the Europa League, and West Ham is in Europa Conference League. We're going to talk about Man City, Chelsea, and West Ham first, and then we'll talk about Man U after. But Ted, why don't you start us off with, uh, with Man City? Tell me why Man City is going to be, going to be the, the team to come out victorious uh, in a com- continental competition, why they're most likely.
1: think it'd probably be harder to tell you why they aren't the team that's going to win this competition to be honest i mean i could give you five reasons in a video video replay from from that last game with holland man it's that simple i just like the guy the guy shits goals and i you know i i don't know how i guess that the real question is is how committed to winning it our man city. That's, I think that's really what it comes down to. If they're, if they're going to play, you know, and really compete for the win here and they play their best lineup, they're starting, you know, best 11. Um, I think they, I think they, they, they could easily win it. I think if they, anytime they put De Bruyne and Holland on the field at the same time, I think they win the game. So that's just kind of my thinking on that. Um, yeah, I
0: think, um, so, so to for some context here. So, for the Champions League teams left, there's Bayern Munich, Inter Milan, AC Milan, Napoli, Benfica, and Real Madrid. If Man City get Real Madrid or Napoli, I could absolutely see them losing. I could see them losing if it's Bayern Munich as well. I mean, but just because the thing is, like, I get it, Holland takes them to another level, but... Man City, it, it's like they are the New York Mets of um the Champions League. They just choke. It's it's what they do. It's football heritage. They just they, they choke. That's mm-hmm. what they do. So I get that now they have Holland, but I'll believe it when I see it. You know, I think if they make it to the also Pep loves overthinking. I mean this believe man
1: believe it when you see it? What do um, you need to dude, see? Dude, no, I'll believe <laughs> it. <laughs>
2: Chelsea, I mean, look at Chelsea. Chelsea's won what, two or three? Two champs leagues in mm-hmm. the last decade or so. Like I, I almost have more confidence in Chelsea than I do in Man City, just because I've seen them win it before.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And like, I think it's a club
0: mentality too. I mean, I just think I, I think it's, I. This is a this is a boomer statement, but I think the teams that have been there before. Whether or not the same players are there, just have this like aura about them to be able to pull this stuff out. Like, Man City, none like these players haven't won it, you know? Like, they have an amazing team, but they're choking it away. Granted, last year was a fluke. I mean, like, how Real Madrid pulled that game out, the world will never know. But if they get Real Madrid again, goodbye. I, 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 I think Real Madrid beat them. I think Napoli, I think Napoli can beat them too. Uh, that team
1: good. is so good. Um, I
0: I know I'm gonna pigeonhole some Liverpool talking here. Um if I never, never play a Madrid team again, I'm gonna be the happiest person alive. Oh my god. They my Real Madrid I have a friend who's a Real Madrid fan and he texts me after the game. He's like, So how much how much real estate do we have in your head right now? I was like, dude, you've got <laughs> you've got fucking hillside calabasas fucking mark Wahlberg like chateau mansion with with a nine-hole golf course at the back it's it, I, it's ridiculous i wake up in the middle of the night thinking of that camavinga cruz modric midfield i can't i can't do it anymore bell is about to move out yeah because she's like <laughs> i just wake up with night terrors thinking of thinking of thinking of uh, valverde or ceballos to uh to vinicius i, I can't do it um if you guys know any good couples therapists uh, who specialize in European <laughs> trauma, um, then let me know. Um, but all right, so I a yeah, you got a guy. <laughs> got thanks. A guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so Ted you just use made my the guy? yeah. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, so Ted made the case for Man City. I think. I think that one's a pretty clear cut. I'm gonna make the chase. Case for Chelsea winning winning the Champions League, though. So they are in, like, no man's land in the league right now. They're in the middle of nowhere. They have had a pretty poor season under Graham Potter right now. Just for the the entire season, it's been pretty poor. But they're kind of hitting their stride right now. They looked really good against Leicester. They were dominant against Dortmund. That, like, that Dortmund win was complete. Like They they were absolutely the better team, deserved to win it too. It's not like they snuck one out. Um, so winning, winning against those two. Chelsea has... This is not the only time that they will have done this too, where they qualify for the Champions League from winning the Champions League. They did it in 2012 as well. So they've done it before. Grand Potter has never coached in there, sure. But... I think there's just a, there's something about this Chelsea team that they're just hitting their stride right now. Kai Havertz is actually putting in goals. I I think they could pull something out. Also, Joao Felix, Joao Felix might be my favorite player in the Premier League right now, besides Darwin Nunez. Like outside of outside of Liverpool, I love Felix. He's so much fun to watch. He's just so creative. He's got great flair. His decision making is really good. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens with them. Um, any counterpoints from either of you?
1: Uh the only thing i could say is that i just i don't know. Chelsea i i i don't know what to think about Chelsea and i don't think they know what to think about themselves if i'm being honest. Mm-hmm. They've just i mean it's the same thing i said about Forest. They just had so many moving parts at this point. I was uh,
2: <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was about to say they're the uh they're Forest but just with half a billion dollars.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and and an
2: over eager.
0: I guess they both have over eager owners. Um but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Chelsea. I think if Chelsea get a get a reasonable draw, um, anything can happen. I think Byron would be a tough draw. A- anyone who gets Real, good luck. Um, uh, uh, never bet against Carlo Ancelotti. Um, okay, uh, Spitz, why don't you uh, why don't you give me the case for West Ham winning the Conference League?
2: I think that Moyes actually cares about this potentially more than the Premier League. We have not lost in the Conference League so far this season. Um, And I think that the teams that are left just are not the European giants. I mean, it is the Conference League, but Roma won it last year. And Roma is better than all of the teams remaining right now. It's Fiorentina. Eh. Um, I think it's AZ Alkmaar. Yep. That team from the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, they're fine. Lech Poznan, some Polish squad.
3: Mm-hmm. Basel
2: in Switzerland. Nice, Anderlecht and Ghent. I mean, to be honest, any of these teams, I'm somewhat confident in beating any of them in the semis, beating any of them in the quarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: i think like and something to note as well west ham almost won
2: europa league last year like i was about to we're talking about being there this this basically this entire squad got to a semi-finals of the europa league we beat and we beat um we beat sevilla and talk about mm -hmm. europa league merchants all they do is win Europa League. <laughs> um, so the fact that we, we went through them, we went through Lyon, I think both of those teams are better than anyone left mm-hmm. um, in the Conference League right now. I <laughs> I see us winning this, and I think if we win this, it's a real possibility because if we put all our eggs in this basket, you know, we might be playing in the championship and, and playing Europa League football <laughs> next year. I
3: would you love know, that.
2: Who knows the the year after that? Let's play a little League One and Champions League. (laughs) Cup merchants love it. Ted, were
0: you going to say something?
1: Yeah, I want to clarify on something real quick. Uh, Mm -hmm. I got my wires somewhere. We got our wires crossed a little bit. If I do, if I do say so. I I, when we got any wires. My my initial answer talking about Man City. I was I was for some reason in my head. I'm not sure. I was thinking. I was thinking FA Cup stuff. Now. If we're talking Champions League, if we're talking Champions League, I think Man City have a good shot. I don't think they're a shoe-in to win it. I, I don't think they're a guarantee, which is what so i So that's why you I gave said. me shit
0: for the I'll believe it when I see it. Okay.
1: Yes, yes. That okay. is that is why I gave you shit there. But yeah, no, I think I, after watching Real play Liverpool, I they they are a special team and I could see them. Easily winning everything um instead of Man City. That's just I just wanted to clarify that. Okay. Gotcha. It's not a given. It's not a given.
2: I, I wanna piggyback that on that and clarify. I am drinking a polliner right now. So um <laughs> if that tells you anything about where I think the Champions League is going, um we'll Polliner is from
0: Munich, by the way. Yeah. Um uh, a world, a world traveler uh, of a beer drinker um, uh, over here. Um, now, I Munich, I struggle to think of Munich winning the winning the Champions League, but I could. Man, Napoli, Napoli are a blast to watch. Um, I've got a friend who's Georgian, and she does not. I don't even think she understands. Like she knows the basic rules of mm-hmm. soccer, but she's always hyping up. Gelia to me she loves them um Is he so, from Atlanta yeah yeah uh no uh, the 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 country um fair enough
2: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah fair enough fair enough I wanted to clarify that just in case uh,
0: but yeah so going back going back to West Ham I mean nice and Fiorentina both have probably the most expensive squads. Lek Poznan would be an amazing draw, I feel like. Basel and and, and the like Basel, Alkmar, Ghent, and Anderlecht, I think they could pull a result, but still I think West Ham have to be the favorites in those games. It's just something about West Ham on a midweek. They're just
2: they're loving it, man. Two
0: years in a row, they're just killing it. And
2: um Moyes actually decides to put Skamat in. I think he's leading the the conference leading goals right now.
0: He's an animal,
2: dude. Oh. He's so good. I, he he just... scored a goal today, and it was like he had the ball in the box. And yeah, I mean, it, the def- the Cypriot defenders aren't aren't Virgil van Dijk, but <laughs> he just found a way to put the ball in the back of the net, and that's what we need right now. So it is endlessly frustrating to watch him play against. Cypriot defenders and then sit on the bench for 90 minutes in the Premier League yeah um
0: yeah so we'll see we'll see what ends up happening um with West Ham I think there's I think they can pull a result out against any of these teams um but their their domestic season does not does not fill anyone should not fill anyone with uh with too much hope um uh, final team to talk about on this is Manchester United, who are in the quarterfinals of the Europa League. So they've got Union saint uh which is a Belgian team. Uh, they're the, owned by the same owners as Brighton, too, uh, by the way. Um, Bayer Leverkusen, Juventus, Roma, Feyenoord, Sporting uh, Portugal, and Sevilla. I think this is a tough ask for them. I mean, if they get the bad... If they get a tough pull... I mean, Roma is set up to win cups. Juventus is Juventus. Sevilla has been struggling in the league. um, But, I mean, it's Europa League. It's Sevilla. Come on. Um, And, yeah, Fine Order are are topping Eredivisie by a margin. So, I mean... I don't know. I, I, I think it's, I, I would say it's a tough ask for, for Man, U, Man U to win uh, win the Europa League. What do you guys think?
2: This is a tough group of teams. Yeah. I, I can see Sevilla, Juve, and Roma winning this,
3: season,
2: and, and I would not be surprised at all. I mean, even, I, I will say, I feel like Roma and Man U are always in this like Europa League kind of middle ground where they're playing against good teams but advancing um I I would like to see them matched up against each other because I feel like they're both for some reason just you know difficult to get out in the Europa Mm -hmm. League Mm
1: -hmm. Ted Eh, I don't know I I agree with I agree with what y'all are saying it is a tough group um Man United have kind of, I feel like, found some sort of rhythm, and I think it's only going to improve in terms of, you know, understanding the system and whatnot, figuring out who their best personnel are. And, it... yeah, I don't know. I, I I could see it working out. I could, I don't really have an answer for you, to be honest. Ah, it's, it's the a beauty Tom's of up.
0: punditry. Yeah, nice Yeah, job.
1: That is, that is pure punditry for you.
0: Um. So oh, last thing, uh, I'm gonna make us. I'm gonna make us make a call on one of these four teams. Who do we think is most likely to end up with uh silverware at the end of this continental season? Uh, you've got four choices. Um, Ted, I'm gonna start with you.
1: got four choices.
0: You've got Man City, Chelsea, West Ham, or Man United. Who do you think is oh, from, most from likely from our
1: list? From our list, I yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Out of these, I say Man City. You say Man City, okay? I stick with my my original pick.
0: Yeah. Um, Harry, who you got?
2: I, I was hesitant about being. Confident in this West Ham team to win this trophy, but I I think also with Lazio lost and also um, Villarreal lost in this round, and that just skyrocketed my confidence with us winning this this trophy. So I'm saying West Ham.
0: Uh, I'm going to be honest. I can't pick Man City. I, I just I, I would honestly feel more confident in West Ham right now than than Man City. That's interesting. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick West Ham. Um, we'll see if that ends up paying out. Uh, that could be a that could be a great take going out. Um, last thing I'll say on this before we move on. Uh, shout out to Syria A, who have six teams in the quarterfinals of these continental competitions, three in the Champions League. Uh, two in Europa League and one in uh Conference League. That is some legit stuff from that league who who are able to spend a fraction of fraction of the Premier League. So so good on them. Um and I think I would say in in Champions League, they've got uh, Milan and Nap or Milan and Inter um don't really have a shot. I would say Napoli definitely have a shot, honestly. Um and then Europa League, you've got Roma and Juve. I think both of them can definitely pull it out. Um, and then Fiorentina, who knows? You know, Conference League is an interesting, uh, interesting case. Um, so we'll see. What I happens. will say,
2: Ted, you're going to need those sunglasses from the silverware coming out of East London.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, man, maybe I'll,
1: maybe I'll put them back on in that case. We'll see. We'll see though. I expect
2: Miss- just a picture of you and then just a bright light right in your face it's when
0: West shining. Ham win yeah. the conference league. Yeah. Shout out uh shout out Dylan Bailey uh with our Syria A stuff. Um we'll see uh we'll see when the spinoff podcast is coming. Uh <laughs> dude needs to start watching some highlights and then and then we'll see. Um all right. Uh we watch the games here last uh we're going to we're going to move we're going to move across the pond uh, and we're going to talk about some USMT USMNT stuff uh, real quick just cuz i've i've got i've got some got something i want to get off my chest cuz it's driving me nuts um there's uh, a lot of there was the independent investigation that came out after after the allegations against greg burhalter um after the World Cup that was released by the Rainers, uh, if you want to read up on it, feel free to go and look it up. It's it's all over the place, so it's not hard to find. Um, but uh, there's a lot of U.S. men's national team fans who are who are getting all over Greg, where they're saying where they where they're just they're trading Greg Berhalter like like. It's like, all right, whatever, get him out. And it's like they're they're just treating him poorly. And it, it's like 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 his name hasn't been drugged through the mud on this. And I mean, like they're just they think he's an absolutely awful coach. There's clearly still residue from from the opinions of not picking Gio Reyna in the World Cup. It's just like this man got us about as far as we could have expected to go. Like. I wouldn't have expected us to beat the Netherlands. We weren't going to beat the Netherlands. It wasn't going to happen. We got the results. I think we were, should be happy that we tied England. Uh, maybe we could have beat Wales, um, but I mean, the World Cup went about as about what we expected it to. There's just been some. There was just some hatred around the way that he handled Giarena, and now it's bundling over into to this situation where he's getting dragged through the mud. Over something that happened thirty years ago that he he did classes for after the fact. It's not a good thing that happened at all. Um, it's not a good thing that happened at all. But um, he learned from it. He improved himself as a human being. Him and his wife and or him and his girlfriend at the time separated and then ended up getting married. Um, so, uh, um. Sorry, I'm getting spam called by one of my old fraternity brothers right now. You chose a really good time, brother.
2: Um, That's your brother pick up? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, not going to happen. If he's in jail, he's got people in, in D.C. that can uh, that can answer. Uh, <laughs> I'll go break out. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, but it's just like like Christian Pulisic came out today and said all of this has been really childish and especially like he didn't say the Reynas specifically have been very childish, but he said this is you soccer soccer stuff. And the Reynas just unnecessarily destroyed this man's reputation amongst a lot of U.S. soccer fans. Just gave him uh fuel, gave them fuel for something that, that they didn't need um to, to just compare continually roast this guy it's not going to be the same for him going forward and it was just completely unnecessary and he does not deserve the hate that he's getting at all and i think christian pulisic came out with a really good quote today um to cover that so if you guys have any comments on it feel free to share i just wanted to wanted to get that off my chest
1: um yeah no i i I don't disagree with anything you're saying it sounds very uh very you know angry parents on the sidelines-esque and uh, overall, horrible, horrible look for U.S. soccer. That's, that's about yeah. all I have to say. The nice thing
2: is, get, I, I, I think we did well. We didn't light the world on fire in qualification. Sure, we won it, mm-hmm. but it's not like, I mean, Canada won the fucking qualification. Okay, like, yeah. We. We drew England. I think that was our best result by far. Um, And then we barely beat an Iran side. That was okay. And just were miles off it against the Netherlands. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't disillusion or, yeah, I don't disillusion myself with the fact that the Netherlands are certainly a much more soccer centric country. However, Cody Gakpo was probably one of their top players. Like he he wasn't much before the World Cup. I mean, mm-hmm. he's doing pretty well with Liverpool now. But this was certainly a, a, a Dutch side that wasn't miles better than the US, and I just think we need to get away from someone who's been in the US national team system for as long as Burhalter has been. I mean, Gio, the the Reina's as parents just completely uncalled for. And mm. um it's unfortunate because Geo is certainly a, a talented player. Now he he hasn't gotten on the field recently for for Dortmund. I know right when he got back, he scored in multiple appearances as a sub. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think we just need someone who isn't tied to the U S men's national team kind of corporation, Mm -hmm. because it's just, you know, this is, and I think Pulisic called it out also. It's childish. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Pulisic said. Exactly. Um, It's not necessarily Burhalter's fault. And I understand saying that he, he doesn't deserve to be fired because of, someone else making comments, but the perception is that the next world cup is here. And I think we, we as true soccer fans, we deserve to have a team that is coached by someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think for necessarily knows exactly what he's doing, how to run a national team, I, mean, I I pulled up his stats. He was seventy-four and seventy with Columbus crew. Like that was his big job mm-hmm. before taking on the US men's national team. We can get in I mean if we could get a Bielsa, um Mourinho, so someone with that sort of stature who has been in the game before. In my mind that's why we lost to the Netherlands. Van Hall has been there. He's done it. He knows what he's doing as a coach. He's got a clear and, and he, system. Yeah. He managed that team. Um, Depay, I mean, when's the last time you've heard or seen Depay do anything on a world stage? And he tore us apart. I don't even know where he is match. now. Um, so I, I don't think that... Halter necessarily deserves all of the negative press, but I do think for the benefit of the U.S. national team, we need to get someone in who has no ties at all to anything U.S. men's national team related, regardless of if you think that, oh, it's in the U.S., we need a U.S. manager. No, screw that. We Mm -hmm. we need a manager who can win matches um, and give us that boost that host nations usually have. I, I I
0: I completely agree. I think I I agree with that. I'm not saying that, that Berhalter should remain as the manager. Uh, I want to make that clear. And I, I agree with the point that you made there specifically that it should not be someone that's been associated with U.S. soccer up to this point because, one, I don't think the coaching is there. I don't think the coaching is at the level that it needs to be, um, at least on a world stage. And I think – the US men's national team job should be an appealing thing one because of the plaudits you'll get from a nation the um and two because of the talent that's on the team um so i think we can definitely do better um coaching wise but i just I, I i feel like greg is really hard done by um since since the end of the world cup and i just i just wanted to state that i think it's i think it's really over the top
2: um yeah so. I saw this one post where the um, the Philadelphia Union coach, his name is Jim Curtin. Mm-hmm. He's been linked to the to the national team, and it was, would you rather have him? And then the other option was Carlo Ancelotti, and this was like a U.S. men's mm-hmm. national team post, and people in the comments were serious about preferring Jim Curtin over Carlo Ancelotti, like dead serious this is a us guy he's been at philadelphia for so long we don't need someone who's foreign and i'm like you people are out yeah. of your fucking minds
0: wrong um also anchilotti would not take the gig there's no shot i would no. i would personally get on my knees for anchilotti if, if it meant him him coming over here oh i would uh,
2: my my number one i think if we get him we make it at least to the quarters, yeah. is uh, Bielsa. I, I think especially with the young players we have who have a, a relatively high work rate, I think that would be phenomenal. Especially for a lot of
0: our young guys who are now playing at at um, uh, Leeds who are under Jesse Marsh. I mean, like like our midfield are mm-hmm. workhorses all around. So, I mean, and it's not so um, – Bielsa coached Chile for 4 years. So I mean like mm-hmm. he he's done he's done the the national team gig before and that was at a, with a Chile team that was really good. So um yeah, I uh I would I would love Bielsa. I, Henri has been linked recently as well and honestly I'd rather have Greg back than Henri. I I loved Thierry Henri, <laughs> but I just I I I don't think he can do it, um, but it's
1: free in the summer if, if you know.
0: <laughs> but this is what I, like I, I, think people are throwing out names, and I, th- I think one, <clears throat> I would like a new manager, but I think also people are unrealistic with the quality level of manager that we can receive. I think Bielsa is a reasonable option, but like Carlo Ancelotti, do me a fucking favor. There's no shot in hell. Carlo Ancelotti leaves Real Madrid to come here. He said he's not leaving. Once he leaves Real Madrid, he's going to retire. There's no shot he leaves Real Madrid to come deal with U.S. soccer media on a constant basis. It's not going to happen.
1: Bring in Steve Bruce, man.
0: Ah, there we go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sam
1: Allardyce.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I think I've, I, I've said my piece on it, and and Harry, that was that was a really good point that you made. Um, I, I, I think Greg does need to go. I don't think he deserves to leave on the terms that he's going to end up leaving on with this. I think this is, this is really unfair. Um, and I think people need to stop running his name through the mud, uh, because this is getting out of hand. Um, okay. Uh, on to the fun, fun stuff of pickums. Woo. Um, last week's results. Ted and I ended up both going four and six. Ted somehow picking Bournemouth. I legitimately did not believe that he actually easiest
1: picked Bournemouth. decision of my life. Man.
0: I still don't think you actually picked <laughs> Bournemouth. I I think you edited I, the I think you edited the version history or something. Uh, yeah, and I just I,
1: cleared the cache. Yeah, you know I need yeah. I need to
0: figure out how to figure out how you did that. But I did I did get a point off Chelsea um, in Newcastle. Thank you, Miguel Almiron. Um, and you got a point off of Spurs. So um uh, Forrest, you'll let me down. Um but we'll uh we'll see uh we'll see what this new week brings in. We're gonna go in rotation, Ted, Harry, and myself. Um all right, Ted, Newcastle V Forest.
1: Uh yeah, I think, think Newcastle on this one. Why do you think Newcastle? Why do I think Newcastle? Um, well, I was tempted to say draw, if I'm being honest, because as, as I am every time Newcastle plays. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I take Newcastle because they got, they got a, a win last weekend, didn't they? They found a little they bit of... They barely
0: uh, won. They won off yeah, the Elmiron least... brilliance, yeah.
1: Yeah, late. Um. But yeah, no, that's, I mean... I think I think Forest looked really bad last weekend against us, and uh, I, th- I think they uh, could be in line to lose again.
0: Um. Okay, uh, Harry, what do you got?
2: I've got the early bird shuttle up to Boston to see Newcastle fan Peter Sheriff, friend of the pod, friend of the pod. Um, so for that, I pick Forest. <laughs> <laughs> nice, love
0: it, love it. Uh, what? What's uh, so? Is that your reasoning for going Forest? You going anything about the game or, or just pure spite?
2: Uh, second half Forest. You've been banging the drum this entire season. I think yep. second half Forest. And Newcastle has kind of slipped up a little bit this past uh, month or so. So.
0: Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I think Forrest let me down a bit last week, and I think they're still they're a bit really hit or bad. miss, but they are looking a lot stronger. So for that reason, I'm going to go draw.
1: I don't know what y'all are smoking, but
0: Forrest does not look good right now. They are
1: all right, facing.
3: you get
0: one win. You get one win, and now dude, you're they all... Look
3: so
2: bad. Stop,
0: dude. Stop. Um. All right, Aston Villa v. Bournemouth. Ted?
1: I I take Villa. I take Villa here. I like what they're doing. I think uh, Bournemouth probably riding high off that huge win uh, last weekend. Probably, probably go down a peg, fall back to reality here. Oh,
0: I hate this fucking game. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just going to go watch cricket.
1: Oh, Billings no. is like... Uh, he's such a good player.
0: I I would be surprised if he's still there next season. I mean, honestly, yeah. I think I think a mid-table Premier League team would love Billings. Uh, I think Dominic Solanke, especially if Bournemouth get relegated, I think Dominic Solanke deserves a move as well. But um, uh, Spitz, aka Harry, uh, what are you going with?
2: I'll take a draw here. I think oh, okay. Bournemouth riding a little high. Villa look just eh. Against West Ham. Um, I think they meet in the middle. You know what? I'll be honest.
0: So Bournemouth has been getting a lot of leads, and they've been throwing away a lot of leads. They didn't throw away the lead, lead against Liverpool, and you know what? Liverpool struggle with breaking them down. I think there's a scenario that pops up where Ollie Watkins can't finish early on, and because of that Villa struggle through the game, and Bournemouth are able to pick up a goal somewhere in there, and then just ride on it. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bournemouth. All
3: right, You're
0: I
2: right.
1: like it. I like it. Let me
2: just say I woke up very early on a Saturday morning to root against Bournemouth, and then root against Everton. I watched 180 minutes of football, and saw zero goals for the team that I was rooting <laughs> for. And I blame Liverpool fans like yourself for that fact. I
0: I I will I will happily take it. I've been blaming myself all week. Um so amongst other things, but no that was an absolutely abysmal. I'm sorry you had to watch that honestly. I turned it off at one point cuz I was so, so, so mad. I, I dude, mad. I was fuming. Um okay, Southampton v Spurs. This is an easy one. Spurs. Uh I guess I it's not that Spurs. easy. I guess it's not that easy.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go draw I'm gonna go Something. draw I could uh, I could see I could see Spurs uh, capitulate here um, Harry what do you got Spurs big Spurs big big oh Spurs.
2: man oh Love man it. am I gonna regret Love this it. I almost I almost threw out
1: Richarlison
2: scoring his first goal. And you know what I'm saying? it. scoring his goal. Yeah, yeah well, I like it. Really cool.
1: Rishi. she first goal.
3: Oh
0: <laughs> I, I just wanna say that in the in the Google doc that we use to to run the pod, um Ted just typed out uh first goal as in one, the the number one RST. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> if uh it's now changed but that was uh that was uh that was a banger never, uh, saw, it, man. I don't know never saw it never <laughs> saw it um all right chelsea v everton um ted what are you thinking
1: i'm thinking draw here i'm using my first draw of the week right here okay and, uh i what? think i think sean dyche sean dyche has been uh um Pulling out, pulling out some nice wins at Everton, and uh, I think he gets one. I think he's capable of consistently getting one goal at Everton, and uh, I think Chelsea, Chelsea struggles to score, but I could also see them getting a goal. So there you go. Okay,
2: Harry, I'll take Chelsea. Okay. Uh good midweek result, so I think they carry that in, and good result last mid-week. week. They're they're on a good
0: run, a good run of two weeks of results. Yeah. Um, I cannot see a situation where Everton wins two games in a row uh, right now. Honestly, I, I just can't see them stringing together two consistent results. So I'm going to go Chelsea. I'm happy to be proven wrong, though. Um, Brentford v. Leicester.
1: Um, Ted? Uh, dude, I've been going Bs all season long. That's not changing here. I'm taking Bzzz. Bs. Yeah, buzz, 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 buzz. Um, yeah, I I love Brentford. I love what they do. I love how they play. Uh, and Lester are meh. That's That's all I really have to say about that.
0: Trying to court uh, Thomas Frank?
1: Uh, n- no. <laughs> no? Pochettino he- back.
0: Podge, bring Poch back. Um, bring him
1: back, man.
0: Harry?
2: lesser have lost their last four they're losing five in a row i'm taking Bradford with this one okay i okay. love ivan tony I, I, Yep, watching them not score against everton last week um uh, i was very impressed by him
1: was it last week we were discussing whether he makes uh w- whether tony makes more money on the bets he makes uh yes. yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah or how much he gets paid per game uh, no,
0: that was last week and the jury's still out on it. Uh we should we should send him a DM, see if we'll answer. Um I have been saying draw a lot, but I'm gonna go draw here. And I don't think draw is a cop out. Draw is a harder thing to achieve than wow. uh, than one of the other, other That's results. That's
1: crazy, man. I feel like every time I call draw, uh, it's a cop out. Every time Grayson uh, calls. Yeah, uh, well, cause my name isn't not Ted a Shear.
0: My name isn't Ted Shear, so. Yeah, That's nice, weird, nice, man. Nice That's easy.
1: weird. You know what? we we record these, right? <laughs> <We> got <receipts. laughs>
0: I got receipts. Just pull up the old agendas. Um Yeah, I'm going draw on this one. I think. I'm going to regret that. I think Brentford can definitely win this game. Um, but I think there is a scenario where they, they end up tying. Um, but I'm probably going to lose a point on that one. Um, Wolves v. Leeds. Ted. I'm going
1: to go Wolves here. I think they okay. are more likely to get one than Leeds. Okay. Both. If, if I could, yeah, if, I don't know. Neither of these teams are very prolific in terms of scoring, so uh harry yeah
2: you you can you can say i'm copping out you can say i'm being smart but i'm taking a draw on this one
0: okay um uh i'll give you i'll give you three guesses to say to say what what uh what i'm going here three well, I guess I guess that closes everything. I guess that gives off. Yeah, the there's office. three choices. Um, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, draw. Um, hey, but so, it's not a cop out. Wolf, <laughs> Wolves, well, not a cop out. Wolves can't score. Leeds can't. Uh, Leeds can't really do anything. I think Leeds are more likely to win the game, but I'm calling it a draw. Arsenal v Crystal Palace.
1: Ted, where is this game? Is it's, this at, game it's at Emirates. It, it, at Emirates. Yeah, okay. Uh, Arsenal. Yeah. Okay. I, I really don't fun have Fun fact any.
0: about Fun fact about Crystal Palace, they have not registered a shot in their last 3 games. That is
1: insane.
0: That is insane. I don't Holy know if it's a shit. shot or a shot on goal, but they haven't done you, either in What? Three games. Yeah. Oh.
2: So there's <laughs> been there's been some grumbling about Patrick Vieira Vieira, getting sacked. Um, There's been a little bit of back and forth. And I think Vieira overlapped with Arteta. nah, he was a little bit older. But he's an Arsenal legend. And if I know one thing about Arsenal, it's they take care of their own. (laughs) And I think because of that, um, Ellis takes this win. Oh,
1: my God. Oh,
2: man, I like it. It's a little London derby. It's a sneaky one. I I think Arsenal also, I mistakenly thought they were through in the Europa League. Um, Going out in the Europa League, it's a little bit of doubt. There's a little bit of doubt coming in. Man City, yes, they're five points away, but one slip up. They're two points away, two slip ups, um, and City is taking over the the Premier League table. And I think this is the first slip up of those
1: two. Thinking like cracks in the armor starting to show. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I love that can't.
2: they they can't win the, the League this year. There's no
1: way. Wow, really?
0: I think that I think there's a there's a scenario where they crash and burn after crashing out of the Europa I mean, League. Their confidence there, there is confidence. No, what's more
1: likely?
2: they they're 5 points clear on the table but like it's Arsenal they haven't won it in how long it's
0: 20 years like it, hasn't honestly, it hasn't see. been long enough honestly it hasn't been long enough
1: yeah if we had more time we we could we could do a whole segment on that in fact we probably already have uh but, um, yeah who's your final, who's your pick here my final
0: is draw. No, just kidding. I'm going Arsenal. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, the week of the draws. No, I'm going Arsenal. Um All right. Yeah. Um
1: That's going to wrap us up here. Yeah. You can uh, you can reach out to us at the boot and hearth at Gmail or not the boot and hearth, just boot and hearth at Gmail dot com. You can watch us on Twitch where we are live currently at the boot and hearth pod on Twitch. And you can find us on our discord on our discord at the boot and hearth podcast. Um, you should just be able to search that up and it should come up and then you can ask to join. I believe that's how that works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll be back next week, -week, midweek, midweek, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Midweek. Shout
2: out. Shout out Udinese 1-0 against Empoli last week.
1: Ah, let's go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Love to see it. All right. Thank you, everyone. Uh, we enjoyed recording this. We hope you enjoyed listening to this and we will catch you next week. All right. Bye.
1: Thanks for joining us tonight as well.
0: Yeah.